Welcome to TwoQuestions.tv. Today, I'm talking about how to work with virtual assistants. TwoQuestions.tv. Brief questions, deep knowledge for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. Welcome to TwoQuestions.tv. I'm Susan Barancini Mo. And today, I got a question from an acquaintance asking me, how do you work with a virtual assistant? What are some best tips? So, Barb, thanks for your question. And that's what I'm going to answer today. So first, what's a VA, a virtual assistant? A virtual assistant is someone who is an assistant, like an executive assistant or an administrative assistant, and there are many different specialties in this area, and they may be willing to do a variety of tasks for you. They just don't do it right in your office. They do it from a remote location. So I'm in Indiana, and I've worked with assistants in California, in uh, North Carolina, in Florida. I worked with assistants in Singapore, Malaysia, India, Pakistan. The list goes on. And there are a wide range of places and price points, but a really good assistant who can really cater to your needs and help you manage your business and run it effectively is probably going to be a little bit on the slightly pricier side. I wouldn't expect a really good VA to come cheap. That's my point. Now, if you have a lot of tasks that don't require taking initiative and coming up with ideas on your own, then you can get away with an inexpensive VA and you may not need to worry about the language barrier of someone who's not in the same country as you and doesn't naturally speak the same language as you. But if you have tasks that are involved in the intricate running of your business, communicating with potential clients, customers, um, in my case, guests, then you probably want someone who is a native speaker of your language and has the ability to take a lot of initiative. So what are the kinds of tasks that a VA can do? A VA can do all kinds of things, ranging from the personal to the professional. Uh, they can answer phone calls, make phone calls, handle your calendar and scheduling. They can be a gatekeeper for you, meaning that they can filter through your emails and phone calls to make sure you don't deal with anything that you don't have to deal with. Um, they can do your website. They can manage and maintain your website and do edits. They can handle invoicing, uh, payroll, bookkeeping, do research for you. They can manage your social media for you. They can do presentations and PowerPoint, and they can work on campaigns and handle your email marketing. And some VAs may have a great deal of experience and expertise in this, these areas that they can even advise you a little bit. Um, Another thing is they can help you with travel arrangements and reservations, and that gets me to the next question, which is, how do you work with a VA? What are some best practices? So my feeling is that the way I, and I've been working with VAs for the last 10 or 15 years, so I always start with getting my ducks in a row. I don't want to hire someone until I know exactly what I want to outsource, because that helps me to know who to hire. That helps me to know which assistant is going to be the best one for me. The next thing though, even before hiring, is I want to know how I want it done. So I'll make a list of the things that I need an assistant to help me with, and then I will think about how do I want each of those things done. I'm a big proponent of keeping a big step-by-step, -step, not binder, but a virtual binder. So in Google Docs, I have all kinds of step-by-step -step things. There's an entire step-by-step -step document that talks about how to book travel for me because I'm a little particular about how I like my travel booked. And there's a whole document about frequent flyer numbers and hotel numbers and uh, rental car reward numbers. I'm a little bit of a fanatic about loyalty programs and when I like to fly, how I like to fly, what seats I prefer. And those things I think are very important. 
Um, when it comes to the tasks of your business, it's important to have step one, step two, step three. So if you have a specific way you want something done, then you'll be able to have that document available to your VA to go through it step by step. And you do want to make sure you're working with someone who can really pay attention to how you want things done. So for example, with this show, the first thing that's important is filtering through the many requests that we get from PR firms and agents and, and companies to bring their, their folks on the show. And so we have to have some system for filtering out what's appropriate content and what isn't. So we have that in a process. There are some things that still come through to me in case it's a little hard or shady and hard to tell. And I don't mean shady, by the way, in a shady, shady, not shady, but like, you know, unclear, cloudy, let's say. <laughs> um, anyway, um, once we do that process, and there's there's the process of declining people and accepting people and then scheduling and booking interviews and making sure people have the links to the tools we use for the interviews. There's also a process of reminders and making sure I have the information that I need including books or products or things that I'm going to use on the show and demonstrate and hold up and things I'll be talking about and, and the uh, introductions that I need. So making sure I have all of that information prior to the show date. There's also the matter of making sure that after the show is recorded, it gets edited and then uploaded to YouTube on the right date and then promoted. So we have all kinds of step-by-steps so that we can make sure all of those things get done. It's a big machine, this show, bigger than I ever expected. <laughs> so it's really important to know what you wanna outsource, how you want it done, and then have some step-by-step -step guides so that people know exactly what you're doing and how to do it when you bring them on. It's not entirely fair to expect someone who is new to your business and new to you perhaps to know how you want things done. So it's really important to uh, give them all the tools they need to succeed. I also think you can benefit from letting them manage the documents and keep them updated as things become more efficient and streamlined and you develop over time. Uh, that's a little trick from the book, The E-Myth by Michael Gerber, which talks about this very process. I like to recommend to my clients who have a hard time writing out step-by-steps, I personally will go through the process myself and then write down everything I do. But if I'm in a, a crunch for time or trying to hurry, then what I'll do instead is I will uh, record myself on my phone with audio and then later I'll go back and transcribe that and go, oh yeah, but, but I did this a little differently than I said, that kind of thing. So that can help as well. So Barb, I hope this answers your question. Uh, viewers, if you have any other tips for Barb and you have any other thoughts about good ways and best practices to work with virtual assistants, share in the comments below. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time. This has been twoquestions.tv. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, and our host, Susan Barancini Mo, visit us at www.twoquestions.tv.